Hey science fans, it's Mrs Corbett here and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I'm the husband. Hey husband. How's it going? Good, how are you doing? I'm very well. I'm, uh, I feel I feel dressed up for the occasion today. Got my posh clothes on. Oh, you're not wearing joggers. I'm wearing jeans. Smashing the style icon. This is, as, this is as fancy as I get. <laughs> I love you for it. <laughs> what are we doing today, mate? Uh, we are doing coronary heart disease and issues of the heart. Because I... last time we did heart and blood. And now we're doing heart diseases. Cool. Now there's a couple of disease topics to do. So we're going to do heart disease all in this. And then we're going to move on to plants and we're going to come back to other diseases. So this is a non-communicable disease we're talking about here. Okie dokie. Do you know what a non-communicable disease is? One that doesn't talk. You <laughs> 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 oh, see what I'm working with. Go on. No, I have no idea what a non-communicable disease is. Okay. I literally could not even fathom a guess. Really? Yep. Okay, so if I tell you coronavirus is a communicable disease uh-huh. and heart disease is a non-communicable disease... Uh-huh. Cancer's a non-communicable disease. Is it something to do with, um, it's like, hey, if you can catch it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly that, yeah. So, uh, hereditary diseases and diseases that you can't pass on to someone else is a non-communicable disease. Gotcha. Okay. So, we're going to do coronary heart disease. CHD, if you will. Sounds fun. Do you know what it is? Coronary heart disease. Uh, Nope. Okay. So... Coronary heart disease occurs in your coronary artery. Coronary artery. All right, we didn't we didn't cover the coronary artery last time. No, we did not, because we were looking at the transport in and out of the heart. Uh-huh. The coronary artery is the artery that supplies the blood. No, supplies the heart with blood. Supplies the heart with blood? Yeah. What? Where does it come from? The heart. No. No, if it supplies the heart with... Mrs. Corbett is smiling at me in in her like little glow of knowledge over there while I'm sitting here in my dull ignorance. What do you mean? Okay, so the heart pumps blood uh-huh. to your body. Yeah. But it needs its own rich blood supply with oh, loads of... Oh, right, I see. Yeah. So, cause, because the heart is made up of blood cells. Now, the heart, Muscles. I know this, the heart, um, its function is to transport oxygen around the body uh, for... Um, for respiration and of course the heart needs to do its own respiration exactly right okay so the coronary artery okay yeah i understand okay so if you look at a picture no go on if you look at a picture of a heart that's not been chopped in half you'll notice it has a really large artery that kind of starts at the top goes down and then wraps around it that is supplying the blood supply to the heart and all the oxygen and the glucose to the heart uh-huh. so all of those because they're working constantly yeah, yeah. so it needs a really good blood supply cool okay um, coronary heart disease any idea what that is? okay it'll be a disease of the coronary artery yes so it's, it's what kind of disease I suppose is it is it to do with like clogging clotting yes it, it is, is absolutely so if someone's got heart disease and has to have heart bypasses, et cetera, mm. et cetera, it's normally because they have fatty buildup in the artery. And if you've got a fatty buildup of plaque, it's called plaque, you know, like plaque between your teeth. Yeah. Fatty plaque, same thing. Um, if you've got plaque in that artery, what does that mean? There's going to be, there's like going to get blocked. Yep. Which means what? 
which means the it can't the heart won't get any blood which means they can't do respiration yeah fantastic less oxygen um it yeah it can't do any and any uh, respiration and that's how heart attacks occur okay because i suppose if the, the heart cells which are muscles muscle so, cells if they haven't got any oxygen they can't do respiration they can't contract which means the heart can't beat which means curtains yeah can do yeah all right i mean curtains can be awful um right so what students have to do for the exam is they have to know that coronary heart disease is layers of fatty material build up on the inside of the coronary arteries narrowing them reducing the blood flow resulting in a lack of oxygen for the heart muscles and you need to know and the advantages and disadvantages of two treatments for this okay and then we also need to talk about um faulty valves and transplants we'll do that after sure so two treatments for coronary heart disease two treatments for coronary heart disease if you went to the doctor and they said sir sir mr corbett sir you have coronary heart disease what do you think they would do what are the two treatments get rid of the fatty build up in the in the coronary artery Mm-hmm. maybe um bypass the coronary artery altogether yeah but it just is a treatment to it. Oh, a treatment to it. Oh, I see. Right. We're not just fixing it. We're just kind of trying to maintain. Yeah, trying to stop it happening. Okay. Um, change your diet. Yep, 100%. Exercise. Yep, 100%. Um, that's kind of all I got. Yoga. Have you tried yoga? <laughs> yoga fixes everything. <laughs> um, so the two main treatments or preventatives as well, I suppose. Mm. Medication. Yeah. So there's two you need to know. Stents and statins. Right. Okay. Stents. Okay. Yep. My father's had one of these. Do you know what they are? Nope. Okay. Do you remember Chinese finger traps? Yep. They're cool, weren't they? And they're <laughs> kind of stretchy. Yeah. Okay. So a stent is inserted into a blocked coronary artery mm. to keep it open. Okay. So it's kind of like a metal tube cage that goes into the artery and then they kind of I want to say inflate it. They do put a balloon in it. They inflate it, make it go wide, and it stays there, and it keeps the artery open. It widens the artery. It allows more blood to flow. So, therefore, you get more oxygen to the heart. Cool. Okay. Um, and normally, they put it in through your thigh. They get it into the artery and then feed it up to your heart. Oh, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. But also, ugh. do you know the first person that did this, the first doctor that did this was a woman who um, thought, oh, this this could be brilliant. This is going to be a really good idea. Um, but they thought it was too risky, and um, she was like, okay, so she was going to perform it on um, the first woman that did. So she didn't do stents, but she put a dye in and then followed it on the screen. She just did it to herself, um, and by the time she inserted it into her, the other doctor was like, no, 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 oh, we can't stop her now. So she just did it. She was a bit of a renegade. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's a lot of that going around, isn't there? Like... Um, first medical stuff people doing it on themselves yes yeah loads i mean yeah loads I was, I was just listening to a podcast where this guy just drank a bacterial culture to see if it would give him an ulcer mm. spoilers it did yeah it's the easiest way to bypass ethics isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah and it horrifies everyone that works with them but some yeah. people do do this it's amazing that like veins and stuff is that veins and arteries is that simple that you can just like go in through the thigh to the heart and you can just do that on yourself I mean, you shouldn't definitely don't do that, but don't 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 try at home unless you're, you know, really well trained. Um, if there are any heart surgeons listening to this podcast, <laughs> uh, risks risks of inserting a stent, infection. Yeah. So any any surgical procedure or anything that breaks the skin 
infection is an issue that's a huge disadvantage it lasts years uh-huh. so that's that's an advantage um but yeah it can cause an infection can you loss. reject it mm, it's unlikely but potentially yes uh-huh. like anything where there is rejection but here you really like there could also be risk if you have an anesthetic um but yeah mostly infection uh the other one i said statins so uh-huh. stents and statins statins is a medication uh it's used as a preventative measure as well okay any idea what that medication would do now i'm going to use a phrase out there which is just this is just my educated guess lowers cholesterol exactly that it reduces cholesterol levels so cholesterol a bit like yogurts apparently (laughs) (laughs) well cholesterol there's two types of cholesterol and one of those types of cholesterol causes the fatty like plaque to build up Mm -hmm. Um, and statins reduce the cholesterol in your blood so therefore they slow down the deposit of that fatty tissue that fattiness Uh so therefore it prevents uh, chd developing over time good because you're not going to get an infection they have uh, really high effectiveness um, disadvantages I imagine there's a long list of side effects side effects absolutely like muscle pain headaches sickness dizziness for a lot of people is high cholesterol one of the side I effects mean, probably <laughs> yeah um, it doesn't cure coronary heart disease either it just sort right. of slows it down and you have to take the tablets for years and years and years and years which is it's a bit of a plaster over a crack sort exhausting. of thing. Exhausting. Yeah, 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 absolutely exhausting. Um, so those are the two treatments of coronary heart disease. Okay, stents and statins. Stents is like a little little cage you put in the artery. keeps the artery, the coronary artery open. Mm-hmm. Disadvantages are infection. Yep. Um, and then statins is medication. Lowers your cholesterol. Yep. Cool. Um, other problems with the heart that you need to know about is you might have faulty valves in your heart. And remember, what do valves do? Valves prevent the backflow of blood. Yeah, and any valves that don't leak or don't open fully, um, preventing blood flow, blood flow can obviously cause issues. Sure, um, and we can replace them in two ways. We can replace them in two ways. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm got to guess what those two ways are. I suppose. Well, no, hang on. So you've got a broken valve in your heart. What am I going to put in there to replace it? Oh, okay. So there are two different things you can do. You can replace it with. Now, I might pig heart one, pig valve. Yeah, that's called a biological valve. So it uses biological tissue uh, that we know about um, we've used them for years pigs normally are the ones that have used and it controls the blood flow through the heart it's a long-term cure they last for years obviously disadvantages are like infection etc what's the other type is it artificial yeah like it, like plastic yeah it's called a mechanical valve uh-huh. um, they they again last a really long time um, but you might be given a table of data for this type of question and you have to compare which one is better or evaluate which one is better. Cool, okay. Um, but yeah, infection is a disadvantage for these, but they are quite a long-term cure. For both, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, and like, it, does one have a higher rejection rate than the other or is that going to be the information they'll give you in a table that you have to... Yeah, like, not not really. That Some people's religions means that they're averse and ethical reasons and they're oh, averse course, to using yeah. pig valves. Sure. Um, but apart from that, like normally, I think the mechanical valves wear through quicker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you'll be given that information. I mean, I suppose like pig valves, they're designed to do the job, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's like getting a new tire rather than a artificial tire. It's a bad analogy, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. Um, right. So the last one is heart failure. That sounds severe. In most cases, um, a failure of your heart results in death. So because uh-huh. you don't plumb any pump any blood around your body cardiac arrest yeah 
Mm. Um, so if a heart fails, um, a donor heart or heart and lungs can be transplanted. I, I, um, if your heart fails, you need new lungs as well. Usually you have the heart and the lungs because they're attached in there because oh, okay. it's a double circulatory sure. system. Mm. Um, yeah, but the trouble with donor hearts is you need something that beautifully matches. Yeah. You'll be on in- immunosuppressants for the rest of your life to stop you rejecting said heart and lungs. Yeah. It's highly likely you will because you have to have a perfect tissue match or like at least 85% tissue match. And the waiting list is long you have to wait for a healthy set of heart and lungs to come available that matches you perfectly. And that only happens when something bad happens. Exactly. Yeah. Um, transplants have a huge rejection, you know, huge rejection issue. They have huge infection potential. Um, it's a real lengthy process. And sometimes people don't make it that far. The other thing that can happen to keep patients alive while they're waiting for a heart mm. is to use an artificial heart. I was going to ask, actually, why aren't we just using artificial ones? Because artificial hearts can, can like, keep patients alive for a certain portion of time, um, or they can be used to allow the heart to rest for a little bit. Um, and they have been used r- relatively successfully. They're not a long-term... When you say artificial heart, do you mean, like, an entire artificial heart or just something that artificially makes the heart beat? Essentially that, yeah. It's right. something that is doing the heart's job for it. Cool. Giving it a squeeze. Yeah, um, and they do look like hearts, and they have these really cool. The valves in them are like, um, you know, like the spinning things that are on top of vans. They kind of look yeah. like that. Yeah, they kind of look a bit like that. Um, oh no, yeah, I've seen them. They they look like um like cassette, like old school cassette things that they used to do recordings mm. on, like eight tracks. Yeah, but they're not a long term option. They kind of keep you going while you're waiting for a transplant, sure. essentially, um, because. Well, it's mechanical, it, it's not going to last forever. So, I mean, that's it with coronary heart and heart problems since we mentioned hearts. This also would link to the non-communicable diseases section, which we're going to come up with soon. Um, so you need to know coronary heart disease, yep. what it is. What's yep. the coronary artery? The coronary artery is the artery that provides the heart with blood. Yep. And when you get heart disease, it's caused by... A buildup of um, fatty... Fatty tissue, tissue, like fatty plaque, yeah. Fatty, fatty, fat in fat. the yeah, when we cause blockages. Um, what could what could cause that? Fat? What, uh, poor diet. Um, yeah. I assume genetics. Yeah, it can can yeah. be can be more disposed to uh to that type of cholesterol. Yeah. Um, smoking. Yeah, alcohol smoking. Yeah, all of I, that. You know I put smoking into diet weirdly. Yeah, though it's not the same, but no, it's like it's lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you need to know the two treatments. Stents and statins. Lovely. You need to know um, You need to know the two types of valves. Uh, biological and mechanical. Lovely. And you also need to know about the, the disadvantages of transplants. Disadvantages of transplant, infection, rejection. Yeah, and the fact that you have to have immunosuppressants. That's it. And retrospection. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, what's next? Um plant organs oh all right so we've done organization of the human body well we've done digestion the heart circulatory system but we also need to consider the fact that plants are one of the most important organisms we need to do their okay organ systems i'm less confident about this subject plants are was you? always my um well we, we spoke about it, didn't we pe students really good at the body sure plants not so much sure trees can't play football <laughs> I mean, if only they did something really important like produce oxygen, we'd probably start cutting them down. <laughs> what was it like? Um, uh, 
Elon Musk put out a thing that said, if anyone can invent a machine that turns carbon dioxide into oxygen, I'll give you $3 billion. Yeah. And he's like, uh, bro. Yeah. Cool. Right. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.